Just take the blunt and quest it. The slam of fire to the bond punk on your discus. Oh, what you miss this? You got the bad wetness. Catch a hoe and another hoe. Merry Christmas. Yes, I smoke shit. Straight off the roach clip. I wrote shit. Throw the blunt at once to approach it. Forward motion. Make us sway like the ocean. The herb is more than just a powerful potion. Once that commotion, yo, I'm not joking around. People learning about what they smoke in my oven's on high when I roast the quail. Tell Bill Clinton to go and inhale. Exhale, now you feel the funk of the time when I feel the effects. I want to get high. So Welcome everyone to another episode of the Rob the Genius Podcast And Well, i got a few things to talk about here this week Actually, this has been kind of a light week for topics <laughs> Crazy as that may sound But, um Yeah, it is I mean, so actually I'm going to go back and revisit a couple of things and, or maybe revisit one thing, or actually, I'm sorry, there's a continuation of a thing that I recorded a while back, but I don't think I actually made it into the show. So I'm going to touch on that and talk about where it's gone since then. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. So, as you can tell by my meandering <laughs> voice here, this week was 420 week. <laughs> now, look, I actually, no, no, honestly, no, I don't actually partake in any of that. And no shade to those who do. I'm not knocking it. I mean, it's just, you know, I didn't do it when I was younger. And it's one of those things. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not disinterested in taking it up now, but you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe one day. <laughs> Just haven't done it yet. But anyway, for those of you all who did celebrate 420 Day, I hope you enjoyed it. And for those of you for whom 420 Day comes, maybe not every day, but at least once a week. Well, <laughs> I guess it wasn't much different for you this week than I was it. But anyway, um, in commemoration of 420 Day, I chose for the music this week Cypress Hill because <laughs> I felt they were pretty appropriate. <laughs> but anyway, um, Y'all up on something, man. Yo, when you see something ill, you know what I mean? That's woke. Anything ill you see is woke. Have me with big six at the club, that's woke. Especially if you got the fully equipped kid on it, it's woke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, I had this bad chick uptown, she was woke. Had me messed up in the head, I mean. Bought the chick diamonds and pearls, I mean. 
have seen the ice shining on the wrist. Whoa. Now money ain't the problem, see my dough is like, Whoa. pull out my bankroll on y'all dudes like, Whoa. lost the blue strip from two tip like, Whoa. money wanna beat my blueprints, I'm like, Whoa. had to hit the brake on y'all brothers like, Whoa. brothers getting bagged on my block like, Whoa. coming home within a half an hour like, fun like they had the manpower like, Whoa. more or less. More so, I rip your torso, I live the fast life. Come through in the poor slow like whoa. My people, like dough, like dro, nitro, my flow, nice clothes, like whoa. Ease pain with like whoa. Now I'm Doc Strange in the range like whoa. 100 miles an hour switching lanes like whoa. Plus I'm getting from the chick like whoa. Finger near brother eight like whoa. Team floss, then chicks like whoa. Change artists, steal from artists, etc. But to not come up off of you know, 50 grand that they were trying to raise for him, I mean, it's not like he didn't know. Come on now. I mean, shouldn't come to this. And fortunately, well, you know, Black Rob had been basically gone off the radar for over a decade. And look, I mean, was, I mean, one hit wonders happen, right? Um, but it's still another case of 
you know, it's basically making rappers vanish way too early. Because look, I mean, one-hit wonders and other forms of music still get to go play their one hit, <laughs> right? I mean, they still get to go make money off of the, you know, performing their one hit. Or in some cases, you know, you might even get like commercials or whatever, you know, off of your one hit. And you, and you get to make, continue to make some kind of money off of it, right? I mean, no, I mean, even Vanilla Ice, right? I mean, Vanilla Ice, of course, was a rapper. And, but look, I mean, okay, he's a bad example, never mind. But, I mean, you can find one-hit wonders in other you know, areas of music, and the one-hit still gets played. The, the artist or the group still gets mentioned. Right, if they had, if it was back during the you know music video era. The video still gets played. Right, I'm thinking of Aha. Right, now they're a group from the '80s, and they had a song "Take on Me." Right, and you've probably heard it. You know, "Take on Me." Right, and you've seen it. You've probably seen the video back where, like, it's like a black and white illustration, and mixed in with like live action stuff going on yeah I mean you, you've heard it and you've probably seen it even though the song is almost 40 years old and they never had another hit and yet you still heard it no matter what your choice of music is right and I don't know if the members are still alive or what but they, I mean, they dined out on that one song for a long time. But with somebody like Black Rob, that doesn't happen. And again, that's, you know, I've, it's been a recurring thing I've been saying here that we, we throw rappers away. And we throw them away very early. Right? I mean, a lot of the rappers whose music I've played on this show were considered, were considered done before they were 35, a lot before they were 30. Right, they, they just get rid of you. And then not even people with, you know, one or two hits, I mean, people with prolific catalogs are just cast aside before they turn 35. Right? I mean, that's what we do with rappers. I mean, and, and yeah, it's just the rare rapper that, that manages to keep their name out there and still be considered relevant or a relevant name in the business past the age of 35. You know, Jay-Z, Snoop, like those guys are exceptions. Right, I mean, Chuck D's in his 60s, and he's still, Public Enemy's still touring and all of that. And now, what they very smartly did was they, well, they got, well, Public Enemy got out of the, the major label business. 
back. And honestly, it helped them kind of to preserve their career. Even though, I mean, they weren't selling as many records, they weren't getting all the publicity. But, yeah, I mean, they main, they, they maintained their careers. And, and found a lane to, to keep making music. But, again, they're the exception. There are dozens of other rappers who at one time were really big and now who never even heard from. We haven't, who we haven't heard from in 20 years or more. And they were all discarded before they hit 35. So I mean, Black Rob was 51 years old. So again, when that song came around, um, he was around 30 or in his early 30s. So yeah, I mean, it tracks. So um, it's just cautionary tale, sad tale. Of, again, how we how we treat rappers, how record company heads treat their artists. So um, you know, rest in peace, Black Rob. Our condolences to family or friends or loved ones, anybody who might be hearing this right now. And uh, we'll be back after the break. It's gonna be a long time before I finish One of the many missions that I had to establish To light my splendor, ignite your weapon sights And if you ain't down, bullshit Say something, try to get you for your idol What you call the one time to play the role model? No, I think you play like a fuck Next year the shot of a magnum slug Today's, or I'm sorry, this week's absolutely outrageously stupid things. Fake vaccination cards. Yes, some people are making, reportedly making fake COVID vaccination cards. So they can fill them out and they can lie and say they got vaccinated. Now, the vaccine is free, and it costs more money to get the, the fake cards than it does to take the damn vaccine. And 
what are we doing? I'm sorry, what are y'all doing? Right? I mean, come on now. What are y'all doing? Y'all not going to take the vaccine? Why? Because, oh, you afraid they, they put the 5G microchip in you? The government going to track you? You're walking around with a smartphone, dummy. Okay, that ship has sailed. They tracking you, brother, sister. You are being tracked. Okay. The day you decided that you were going to join the cell phone generation, whenever that was, is the day you agreed to start getting tracked. All right. That's all there is to it. I think I got my first cell phone in 1999. And that's what happened. They started, you know, they just got a GPS thing in and everything. So they are tracking your ass already. Okay. And you worry about vaccine side effects? Man, please. I mean, obviously, yes, there are some people who had some really adverse side effects. Six people out of six million. Okay. Which, yes, there are people who have adverse, really adverse side effects to vaccines. Yes, they are. There always are. Okay. And... But like, not even one percent. Six out of six million. Okay, that's like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of one percent. Hey, yeah, and I get it. If you're part of the fraction, and then it's no joy. But you are more than likely not going to be. So, stop it. All right. And well, I don't want to put that stuff in me. Every day, some of y'all eat the same double cheeseburger and fries, drink beer, go to Taco Bell, and get yourself a nice taco with chicken or beef coming straight out of the meat hose. Yeah, you know what the meat hose is? It's a big hose that they use to spray the meat on your tacos at Taco Bell. Okay. Now I'm sorry. If you eat meat that comes out of a hose, I don't want to hear you talk about no, well, I don't put it with the got the vaccine. Okay. Y'all been down bad as far as y'all eating habits for decades. Okay. Some of y'all smoke cigarettes, drink liquor, some of y'all done drugs, all kinds of drugs take all types of pills everything don't ask what's in none of that stuff alright some of y'all stay at the fast food restaurant don't ask, don't even think about what's in there you just want to eat it like you going to Taco Bell give me a, a nachos bell grande and whatever whatever every day that's what some of y'all be doing are you worried about the vaccine seriously Some of y'all out here still drinking 
you know, go Mad Dog 2020. And you worry about what's in the vaccine? Out here smoking black and mild every day, you worry about what you worried about what's in the vaccine? Really? Seriously? What what the hell y'all doing? What what are you doing? I do not understand. I do not comprehend. I am confusion. Some of y'all are really turned into the anti-vaxxers because you still believe the dude admitted that he faked everything. He came out and admitted that he falsified all his research. And y'all still believe the results. Y'all still believe, some of y'all still think COVID is a hoax. Even though just this week some guy who was like a prominent COVID hoax you know guy or hoax COVID denier or whatever right I don't even remember the name but I just saw the story anyway he was a COVID denier saying COVID's a hoax blah 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 well he caught COVID and died this week alright how many more of them people got to come and go before you just accept reality. Alright. How many? Now you just gonna admit to being dumb. Y'all no, want no vaccine. A fake vaccination card. What in the hell? Go take the damn shot. And see, this is the problem. See, y'all don't, some of y'all, y'all don't want that. Y'all don't want to pay no social price for being an idiot. Because y'all, some of y'all, y'all know, y'all friends and y'all family, they're going to they gonna ask you if you got vaccinated. And if you say no, they're going to be like, well, you can't come over then. And some of y'all want to go to, you know, conventions and concerts and this, that, and the other. hey, hey. hey. At least for the next year or so, they're going to be checking for, you know, vaccination. Whether you got vaccinated. And you can't prove no proof, you can't get in. And some of y'all are so damn selfish. You're so damn selfish. That you just got to go around people. Might be carrying COVID. They might be carrying COVID. But you just got to be around people, and you're so stupid believing all this anti-vaccination propaganda. But you're so pressed that you be around these people, be around people, that you're gonna lie. You're gonna get a fake vaccination card. What kind of clown are you? I mean, if you're that about it, then you need to just go on and don't get the vaccination. Don't get no card. Tell people what it is. That you didn't get one and you're not going to get one and then live with the consequences. That's what you need to do. But of course, that's what you're not going to do. Because that's the world we live in. Nobody wants to live with no consequences. Right? People want to do whatever it is they want to do and don't want no kind of consequences. I'm going to get to that later. Because that's, 
there's another story about that on that front, right? But that's reality. People don't want to face no consequences for their actions. They want to just be able to do whatever it is they feel like doing. No ramifications. No nothing. Don't want to get called on it. Don't want to get punished for it. They just, they think you just let them do whatever they want to do. Let them say whatever they want to say. And that's nonsense. Let me tell you something right now. You gonna come out here talking all that nonsense. And they expect people to let you inside the building. What's the matter with you? I'm going to tell you what's the matter with you. You believe a bunch of stuff's not true. And you're too much of a buster. To accept the consequences of your choices and your actions. So that's you. You're a sucker. Alright. Now you need to man up a woman up and then. Take what's coming to you. Anyhow, it's coming to me right now. It's breaking. Be right back in a minute. story of the week um <laughs> we have a catfish situation here um all right so word came out like a missing persons thing showed up on twitter like uh monday night <laughs> and you know saying that this woman named vivian had gone missing she was like a big laker fan and she was also supposedly like a, you know, cancer patient. And, you know, then came out that she had gone missing. And, you know, help find her. Okay, right. Um, people retweeted it, all that kind of stuff. And then we find out that Vivian is not real. No. Um, so, um, so this one guy came out and said, you know, she's not real, um, and that he had kind of figured it out and it's cause he had been talking with her on Twitter and with DMs and all that stuff. And basically he was, thought he was, you know, making a connection here, right? <laughs> and then he, now oh, something tipped him off. He got hip to a game and figured out that, you know, maybe that someone was behind this account and was setting him up to, to hold him up or something. And, okay, so that happened. 
So he put it out there like, okay, um, yeah, y'all be careful. This this Vivian person or whatever ain't real. So then, like this other guy, um, who was basically behind it all, he came out and said, well, yeah, you know, you know, Vivian catfish, she's been catfishing me. Right, and then so of course nobody believed him, and then but he did like a live thing, and so he could show who he was. But of course, you know, um, people wanted to see Vivian, and no go there. So right, so so it turns out all along, yeah, it was um, this guy had created Vivian and used a bunch of like pictures he had gotten off of places on the internet. And like did some really bad photoshops of this woman's face on different pictures and all of this kind of stuff. And it's 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 bad. <laughs> and like the photoshops are just terrible, right? I mean it's like something I would do. Well not that I do that. I don't I don't do that. But I'm not good at Photoshop. I don't know how to use Photoshop. So it looks like something that an amateur like me would have done. I mean it's it's bad. Right. So this is crazy man <laughs> because at one point like people in the Lakers organization were you know assisting with the help find Vivian effort and so this dude basically made this up to get some engagement or something on social media and had a bunch of people you know looking for her or whatever and basically from the, from at least the stuff that's come across my Twitter timeline, it's a bunch of dudes who saw these pictures of this really nice looking woman, and got got suckered in, right? Which I mean, it happens. It happens, right? A uh, many of us men have been caught hook, line, and sinker by a beautiful face. Right, or a beautiful woman, right? It just, I mean, but still, I mean, whoo! I mean, catfish in 2021 is just kind of insane. It really is. Um, of course, there was, I mean, there was a whole show back in the day about catfish, right? And uh, so this is just crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, like I. Men, that's that. Look, it's got to put this one on us as men because we fell for it. I mean, a whole lot of us fell for it. And who boy, one of, look, one of the easiest ways to to, to to trick a man or deceive a man is to make him think he has a shot with a good, beautiful woman uh, or any woman for that matter. In some cases, I mean. I mean, but it's just an insane story. I mean, and look, a lot of us men have a, you know, tricked by a good-looking woman story out there. Um, I definitely have a few myself. <laughs> I mean, well, not catfish, but yes, um, yes, I have been suckered into 
doing some things I, I mean, I didn't need to be doing because I thought it was getting me in with, with you know, with a woman. Yes, I have. Uh, yes, I have. I have been there. I have done that. Um, it happens. It happens to the best and the worst of us. <laughs> but this is. I mean, this is just insane. It really is. Um, but you know, as my dad used to always tell me, if something appears too good to be true, it probably is. And and look now, all these guys were not trying to get with this woman, but basically the pictures um, that they saw of her, you know, looking pretty and everything, definitely, definitely, you know, got them interested in the story. <laughs> and. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. So fellas, fellas, before you run with it, before you, you know, seeing a pretty picture of a good looking woman, is um, just wait. Don't, 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 especially in the social media world. You don't nowadays, PayPal. Right, you have no idea who you're really talking to on the other end unless... Oh, I was going to say, unless they show you like a picture or something, but, but people put fake pictures up there, so you don't know who you're talking to. So just be careful before you run off the deep end and, you know, start, you know, <laughs> boosting someone's cause or sending them money or, or whatever, right? Just, I mean, you know, yeah. 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 I mean... Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, I mean, what, what do you say? What can you say? <laughs> what can you really say? I have no idea what I can really say. Well, I've tried saying something, but basically, you know, um, well, I'll just quote Magneto from the uh, X-Men 2 movie. Never trust a beautiful woman, particularly one who's interested in you. <laughs> I mean, look, that's, that's a cold reality for a whole lot of us. I mean, at least under particular circumstances. But, well, yeah. Anyhow, uh, before I dig myself any further in here, let's take a break and... uh Play some music. I'll be back in a minute. It's from the ball. It's from the ball. It's from the ball. It's from the ball. Pack it, pack it, fire it up, come along. Take hits from the ball. 
announce a verdict for the Derek Chauvin trial, the man who killed George Floyd. So I'm just here live um, just to capture, you know, what's going on here. I figured it'd be better just to react live and pure than to, you know, try to conjure something up the next day or two. Um... And they're announcing it now. Oh, all right, everybody, sitting down in the courtroom. And here we go. Guilty on the first count. Guilty on count two. Guilty on all three. Guilty on all three counts. Thank God. I mean, seriously. Um, I'm breathing a sigh of relief right now. Because I... Thank God. Um, I was hoping for the best and I expected the worst because in these cases too many times the evidence or just plain common sense has said that they should be guilty and then they're not they get acquitted and people celebrating outside the 
at the courthouse now, right? Um, and I just, I changed from seeing them in the sports center and they're showing people, they're showing the verdict. So everybody's showing the verdict. Um, and we, we as a country, oh man, we're all scared. All scared that they, we're going to quit the guy because we've seen it too many times. We've seen it so many times. You know, they get acquitted. Whether it's police or uh, some civilian that kills somebody, kills one of us, and they get acquitted. And it doesn't matter how the case looks. doesn't matter what common sense says. doesn't matter what the evidence even says. Right? They get acquitted. A lot of times they don't even get the trial. And, you know, in recent years, you know, like, it's like pulling teeth at every step. It's pulling teeth to get an investigation. It's pulling teeth to get an arrest. It's pulling teeth to get a charge. Um, and then it's pulling teeth to get a guilty verdict. No matter how much of a, you know, like no matter how obvious it looks. So, we actually got a conviction. You know, Uh, I, um, and look, this is not, doesn't mean everything is all better, you know, for us and the police now. Just means for once, for one time, they got it right. They found guilty in all counts. No split decision. No, you know people on the jury who just believe can't bring themselves to you know render a guilty verdict on a policeman none of that and that's what happened so many other times you know and finally 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 they get they they they, they convict the man the first time and they convict him on everything and just so many times that doesn't happen so many times we don't even get an arrest so many times so many times the police union fraternal order police and all these folks get up there and act like the police did us a favor killing the guy So finally, 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 um, finally it worked out. And now, well, <sighs> wish George Floyd was still here. That's the saddest part of this. It didn't have to, didn't have to happen. Shouldn't have happened. Should never happened. There was no need for Derek. Chauvin that put his knee on George Floyd's neck for almost 10 minutes. Okay, there's no need for that. 
and he did it anyway. And then to try to claim that, oh, well, George Floyd was on drugs and he was in bad health and, you know, that's why that's why he actually died. And then that didn't work. You know, and it's, oh, well, you know, although the Derek Chauvin was, you know, spooked by the crowd and that's why he kept his knee down on his neck for almost 10 minutes. And, you know, the crowd included a bunch of school children. Right, and then, then they tried to say, you know, oh well, he actually he died from inhaling carbon monoxide from the car that was nearby. Well, even if that was true, his head was so low to inhale all of that because he had his knee on his neck for almost ten minutes. And just think, you know, if, if there'd been no video, it's heinous. And disgusting an act as that was. If there'd been no video, he'd have walked. If there'd been no video, he wouldn't have even got arrested. All right, it'd been the word of people around him, and they would have intimidated all those people into being quiet. And it's just. <sighs> We're lucky this time. We got lucky this time. But. This doesn't negate all the other times and doesn't negate whatever times may come in the future because this is not going to be the last one or the only one. There are going to be more of these and we have to keep pushing and we have to keep filming. We have to keep, you know, not letting the system, the establishment, the government, whatever, rest we cannot give them any relaxation we cannot let them revert to form so uh, not happy because this isn't something to be happy about a man was killed relieved yes Does it change anything? This one verdict, does it change everything? No. Gotta stay vigilant. Gotta keep going. Struggle's not over. But um, I hope and pray for George's family that they get some peace out of this. That they get some solace out of this. And that they're able to continue on. Now, they know that, that they got justice for George. Doesn't make all the pain go away. Won't make all the pain go away. But at least you can say this time that the people, you know what? They did their job. They did. Um, and, well, I don't know what else to say right now. Um, I'm kind of wired right now. Um, just glad that I'm not angry. Yeah. So look, um, just gonna take a break now and then move on. But, um, thank God. Thank God they convicted his ass.
All right. Um, so I've got a lot of thoughts going on here in the light of this verdict. Um, you know, as I said on the my kind of live reaction, felt relieved, not happy or satisfied. Mm-hmm. Now it's morning after. Yeah, same feelings. Um, um, what I will say is that. This is one of those times where you really, everybody needs to kind of fall back and let people take it however they're going to take it. All right. Because, um, look, there were some people celebrating yesterday. And you know what? I mean, I've said here and I've said on Twitter, you know, multiple times. Celebrate your victories, no matter how big or small. Um, so, at the moment the verdict was announced, and through the night, you know, if your reaction was to celebrate, if your reaction was to jump for joy or whatever, that's fine. It really is. Okay, I mean... Yeah, there's a bigger picture. Yeah, this is far from over as far as, you know, changing however we're going to change it, the way that law enforcement interacts with people and specifically black people. I mean, it's a long road. Yeah. Um, We know. But in the moment, you know what? We are so used to getting acquittals here. We are so used to not even getting charges in some instances. Or not even an investigation of any with any real merit in some cases. So to go all the to actually get this all the way through the process and get a guilty verdict, yes, that is not nothing. Okay, that absolutely is something. It doesn't, you know, negate all the other times, but, you know, if you're, if you're going through a season and you're 0 for, you know, 0 and 10, or, you know, if it's a basketball or baseball, I mean, you're like 0 and 20 or whatever, and you get one, yeah, you celebrate the one, okay? Yeah, you do. Now, after that one, you got to get back to work. And you got to try to turn that one into two and then into three and et cetera, et cetera. But when you get the one, yeah, you can celebrate the one. You know, as long as we're not back here, you know, 10 years later and, you know, we're still talking about that one and we haven't gotten any other ones, right? If we, now, if we're doing that, then, yeah, that's a problem. But we're not doing that. Yes, we can celebrate the one, okay? Again, celebrate your victories, no matter how big or small. Right? Um, And, you know, and then on the other end, you know, if, if somebody... 
clearly does not want to celebrate this at all and they're just straight up into okay it's one you know but there's so many others if that's how they're rolling and then let them roll like that too all right um we need both right i mean you need some semblance of optimism and hope for the future but you also need some degree of not willing to settle because ultimately this one verdict these are crumbs right so you need some people who are willing to just you know who are happy in the moment that we got one and you need some people who think that, that you know what this ain't worth a damn thing we need and don't talk to me until we get some some, some real change here uh, you need both perspectives and you know most of us fall somewhere in between not dead set in the middle but somewhere in between um Yeah, I'm of the mind that there's just um well, you know, we need more of these trials. We need more convictions. But we also need more or we need less of the aggressive behavior. All right. I mean It's still, you know, the first option for too many people in law enforcement when they see us is, you know, is to whip out the gun and pull the trigger. Or in this case, you know, use clearly and demonstrably excessive force. Right? I mean, that is still the first option too many times. And you know, you're not going to change the mindset or the hearts of people who think that way, believe that way, and who want to operate that way. Well, I mean, all we can do, again, you, you can't change hearts. You can regulate behavior. And that's all you can do here. You know, you make rules and you change rules so that so that if, they, if that's how they're going to get down, then there's going to be hell to pay. Right, I mean, that's it. You've got to put in consequences for, for carrying on like that. Because you're not going to change the way these people think. All right? These dudes, they think we're animals. They think we're savages. They think we're subhuman. They think that we deserve that kind of treatment. And you're not going to change that. But you can put things in, you can, you can make it costly for them to act on those feelings. You can make it costly for their co-workers to stand idly by while they act on those feelings. That's what we can do. But by all means, you know, call everything out at every level. Call out the police, call out the people who serve on juries and just can't bring themselves to convict a policeman. Call out the prosecutors who, who half-ass all of these things, who act like they really don't want to see a trial. You know, 
call out everyone at every level. And because, look, this whole thing has a million different moving parts, right? It's not just about the officers, right? It's about, you know, again, people get on juries and cannot bring themselves to convict a policeman, okay? That causes mistrials. That causes split, you know, verdicts when you have multiple charges. Um, in some instances, those people, you know, can wait out and ride out the other members of the jury and to the point where they get just, you know, fatigued and throw in the towel. And, you know, that's what happened with George Zimmerman. There, I mean, there were some people who did not want to convict, did not want to acquit him. And they got worn down by the other members of the jury. Right. But I mean, call those people out. Um, you know, the politicians who both the ones who are just all gung ho about, you know, let law enforcement do whatever the hell they want, but also call out the people who, you know, half ass it, right? Um, call out the police unions, right? I mean, because they are like the most egregious when it comes, when these things happen. Because they are almost immediately putting out some statement of you know, absolute support for the officers and, you know, and, In a lot of cases make it sound like, you know, we were done a favor by them shooting people. Right? I mean, um, call out the media. Because, I mean, the media too often accepts just these statements from the police departments as fact. Doesn't probe, doesn't question. I mean, too many times this you know, the, the, the default position is to, you know, take the police statement as fact and not as something that should be, you know, you should be skeptical of from the beginning because of the source, right? I mean, the, the initial report on uh, George Floyd was that, you know, that he died from a, a medical situation during an encounter with an officer. Right, I mean, that paints an entirely different picture from what actually happened. And had people not had you know had the had the murder not been filmed, then the media would have taken that report and said okay, and Derek Chauvin would have gotten away with it. All right, um, a lot of people to call out. And call out the people you know who may not have a job in any of those areas, but who are way too often doing the well actually, or, you know, got to hit both sides, or, or, you know, or who immediately run with some negative story about the person who was killed. Right? You know, and that's you know, and the last thing I'm gonna say is when these things happen, 
right? Um, we should just be eternally skeptical of everyone in the system because officers have been proven to lie. Politicians have been proven to be willing to cover things up because they're so afraid that the people in suburbia or in certain neighborhoods will go vote for the other guys if they look quote unquote soft on crime. All right, so call out the politicians who try to cover this stuff up and make it go away, right? Um, call out your friends and your family members. Everyone who was complicit in all of this, you know, do not give them a moment of rest because they don't deserve it. And um, I need to we'll take a break, gotta get myself together for a few minutes here, and then um, I'm talk a bit about you know victims, victims of all these things, because that, that plays another role into how we take this stuff. So I'm gonna pause for a minute here and hit you a little music, and then we'll get back to it. idea of kind of perfect victims or perfect circumstances um, because you know one of the excuses that the prosecution not the prosecution I'm sorry the defense for Derek Chauvin throughout there was it well George Floyd was on was it fentanyl or fentanyl or whatever you call it and you know he was in poor health and that's why he died and which of course prompts a bunch of people to be like well see he was a drug addict yeah, and and my response to that is just to say, okay, and I mean, are are we only valuing the lives of people who you know aren't on drugs or don't have them? Sorry, who are not struggling with addiction? I mean, really. Are we only valuing the lives of people who, you know, maybe, you know, who don't have 
a criminal record? Or are we only valuing the lives of people who are just like the perfect angels to the people who know them? I mean, because basically what you're saying is because George Floyd struggled with some type of addiction that he deserved to have a knee put on his neck for almost 10 minutes. Okay, that's what you're saying. The same way that, you know, you say that, you know, because Trayvon Martin had been suspended from school, he somehow deserved to be, you know, followed and then shot. Right? That's what you're saying here. You're saying that somehow these folks deserved it. That they deserved to die in the way that they did because of some, you know, spot on their record right I mean and look had there had there been no video you know the the official police account of what happened with George Floyd would have been believed by the media because that's what they do and it would have gone away and when anyone tried to bring it up we would have been told that well he's a, he was a drug addict he's on drugs and anything except taking responsibility for their actions right I mean this officer Derek Chauvin put his knee on George Floyd's neck for almost 10 minutes there's no scenario in which that was necessary not a one and for what for a, a forged check at that and look there when there's no scenario period right I mean not not for that. I mean, if George Floyd had been, you know, walking around with, you know, a machine gun under each arm and mowing people down, you still don't have to put your knee on his neck for 10 minutes. All right? I don't care what kind of record he had. Okay? He didn't deserve that. You know, I'm saying all this because a lot of times with these cases, you know, the the initial thing story gets out, and everybody's on the side of the victim at first, and then of course, you know, when the defense and their enablers start to kind of try, when it's time to dig their heels in, they start bringing up, well, this person had a record, well, this person had a drug problem, well. This person had, you know, was wanted for this, this, and this. I mean, the reality is just they didn't deserve to get killed like that. All right. You know, the same way where, you know, people try to demonize women who are sexually assaulted, right? What do they do? They, 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 to find any instance of, you know, her so much as holding hands with somebody, right? And they try to paint some picture of her being just kind of promiscuous and just out there and willing to do anything with anybody. And therefore, you know, there's no way she could have possibly not wanted to do this with the defendant, right? I mean, we just got to not have this incredibly high bar for victims, Okay.
because we live in a world where, yes, people do have struggles with addiction. Doesn't mean they deserve to be killed. All right. We live in a world where people do have criminal records. Sometimes they're very serious crimes. And yet they still do not deserve to be killed. All right. And, you know, if, if it's only a sad occasion when somebody is per is near perfect, then, then what are we doing here? Because none of us are near perfect. All right. Even if, you know, you may not have a criminal record, you may not have had any struggle with addiction or whatever, but there's still, you know, some way or form that you are not perfect either. And even if George Floyd had ran up on the police, right, there are people who run up on the police every day and don't get killed. All right? So I don't care what reason they come up with. All right? Because reality is they'll kill the perfect person too right so you know there's no threshold for being an adequate enough victim that we you know that we should try to hold anyone to all right I mean Dylan Roof shot up church a bunch of people in it they took him alive all right. Like I said, look, there's stories every day. People running up on police and not getting killed. So if, if George or some other black person runs up on the police, they shouldn't get killed either. And we just got to keep, we got to keep saying that. We got to keep repeating it until it's realized. Because the truth of the matter is, a lot of these folks, they assume you're a criminal when they see you in any way. They assume that you got a record when they see you. They assume you must have done something no good. So not having a record really doesn't help. Okay? It doesn't. Because these same folks that excuse what Derek Chauvin did will will, will have a way to excuse it if it happens to you or me. I mean, that's all there is to it. So now I don't care if George Floyd had a record. I don't care that he if he was struggling with some type of addiction other than hoping he got treatment for it. None of that matters. So don't make it matter. What matters is that he was unjustly killed by Derek Chauvin and that Derek Chauvin is now in jail. That's what matters. And that the next time it happens to somebody else, we want the same results. And ultimately, we just want it to, st want it to stop happening. 
right? It's, look, I've said this before. If you ask me, well, what do you people want? My answer is stop being racist. That's what we want. Okay. It's only hard because you want it to be. It's only hard because you don't want to stop being racist. That's all there is to it. Okay. All this goes away if the racist people just stop being racist. That's the answer. So that's it. You know, well, how do we reconcile? How do we do this? How do we do that? Tell the racist people to stop being racist. Balls in their court. Because ain't nothing else we can do. And that's it for that. So, all right, we're going to move on. Because um, trust me, I could go on about this all day. But I know y'all ain't trying to hear all that. So, we're going to move on. Play some more music. Come back in a minute. Everybody wants a bite. Don't happen overnight. So you want to be a rock superstar and live large, big house, five cars, you're in charge. Coming up in the world, don't trust nobody, gotta look over your shoulder constantly. I remember the days when I was a young kid growing up, looking in the mirror, dreaming about growing up. The rock crowds make money, chew with the honeys, sign autographs, and whatever the people want from me. Shit's funny how impossible dreams manifest in the games that be coming with it. Let's end things on a happy note here before we before I sign off. That is, I'll just give a like give a shout out to verses, right? Because the past few weeks, well, well, this week we had Method Man and Red Man, and that was great. You know, over the week or so before that, it was Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Isley Brothers, and that was great too, right? Um, and it's especially great to see, you know, some of the OGs who can, you know, while they're still with us, you know, just kicking it with each other and playing songs and all of that, right? Because some of y'all, man, look, a lot of the OGs are gone already. And, you know, the ones who are still with us, we need to, you know, celebrate them and all of that. And, you know, and then that they did a whole... Kind of vignette of the Isley Brothers getting off the, you know, the, the jet plane, and all, you know, suited up and everything. That that was so much fun, and I'm glad they did that. <clears throat> and 
this week we had Method Man and Red Man. And again, um, so much fun seeing them. You know, they those were the sounds of my college days. You know, um, Method Man and Red Man in particular. And just to see that revisited was just, oh man, it, it, it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they brought so many of their collaborators on stage with them from... You know, the whole hit squad, EPMD, K-Solo, and then, you know, Keith Murray. You know, see all those folks out there. And, like, I ain't know, I wasn't sure that Keith was still with us, right? Because, I mean, we ain't heard from Keith Murray in, like, forever. So, yeah, I wasn't sure. I Yeah, I thought Keith might have already gone on. So, it's good to see him out there. Uh, they brought some of the other, you know, guys from Wu-Tang out there to do some stuff with Method Man, and that was just fun, and it was, it was you know, look, I, I'll come on here repeatedly and talk about how we, and especially in rap music, we do not honor older people, and by older, you know, older doesn't, like, you know, the the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire, those guys are in their 70s, right? I mean, older in rap is in your 50s still. Right? And we, you know, we, and, you know I've said this a million times, we, we throw rappers away at 35. I mean, we, we throw them away. Just say, get out of here. And a lot, and there's some we throw up before that. So to see these two guys and, and you know, all so many of the people that they collaborated with over the years get a chance to get out there and do it and then also announce some new projects, right? So Redman got some stuff coming out that he announced, right? And it's good to hear because we got to stop throwing these guys away and gal away. Um, and the whole, the, the whole versus thing has just been, it, you know, ever since it started, I mean, there were a couple of hiccups early on, like the thing with, with Teddy Riley and uh, I forgot whoever it was, <laughs> but but that was a mess, right? But, um, you know, the, the they did one with Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond. That was just beautiful. And then you know, the, it was Gladys Knight and I think, mm-hmm. uh, who was it? It was, damn. Dion Warwick, Gladys White, Gladys White, Gladys Knight, and Dion Warwick. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was fun. That was good, to, you know, and again, they're, you know, and because so many of their contemporaries are no longer with us, Aretha Franklin's no longer with us. Um, you know, so to, to see those two get up there and still, you know, and uh, the other one, you know, a few months ago was DMX and Snoop Dogg. And that was, you know, I guess, you know, that was kind of, it was really unexpected the way it went down because, you know, people kind of keep score, for, you know, unofficially as far as, you know, hits or whatever, right? Because it's called versus, right? which is called, you know, one of those double entendre kind of things, right? But then the end, so people expected, like, 
Snoop would just kind of blow away DMX. But then, you know, and of course we realized DMX had a lot more hits than we remember. And then also to see those two guys just how much fun they had hanging out and dancing to each other's songs and rapping along to each other's songs and seeing those two men after all these years and, you know, given DMX's, you know, passing a couple of weeks ago, you know, to see him one more now, that, that it's, it, it hits especially harder now because we at least we got to see him one more time in his element, you know, and so I'm really thankful for these things. Like, I don't, and look, I don't sit down and watch every minute all the way through, you know, like a lot of y'all, I'm guessing I kind of dip in and out when it's on. Um, but I've been really thankful for them and, you know, looking forward to who comes next. And, you know, I don't have any fantasy matchups or whatever. I would just rather wait and hear about it when it happens. But, you know, in a week where we were all on pins and needles, right, and particularly, um, because the Red Man and Method Man when it happened the night they announced the verdict. Right, and so in a week where we were all on pins and needles expecting the worst and then, you know, getting some good news. Well, then how good is, you know, just up, totally up to you to decide for yourself. But you know, we needed that thing with this week, given with all that was going on. So I'm happy we got it. I'm happy that it's been there, particularly, you know, since we've been stuck inside and for a year now. And yeah, I mean, some places people are going out and all of that again. But still, I mean, we don't have things up to the level that they were, you know, before COVID was a thing. And I, and who knows when they will be. So it's just, it's been a godsend and I've just been happy that it has been going on. So whoever it was that came up with the idea, thank you. Thank you to all the artists that have been doing it. And um, just good to have. And look forward to see what's coming next. And what's coming next right now, I'm going to hit you with another song and then we're going to get out of here. Be right back.
Uh, just a brief editorial note here. I'm like adding this in at the last minute. I've already recorded the rest of the show, but this news came in Thursday night. That um, Shock G, uh, Digital Underground, has passed away. 57 years old. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a proper commentary on it next week. But didn't want to leave that out. Uh, it's unfortunate. And so next week, you know, we'll be doing digital underground music next week. Just giving you a heads up there. Figure that's appropriate. And I'll have more to say about Shock G and uh, of Digital Underground, who has passed away. Um, so I'll send our condolences and prayers out to his family and loved ones. And again, we'll, we'll talk more about it next week. But um, again, Shock G of Digital Underground passed away, 57 years old. And uh, that's it on that for now. So I'm uh, going to go back to finishing the show as originally recorded all right all right that's it for this week um and i got a couple of thoughts here on my way out and that is if you want things to be better if you want a better world if you want a more just more equitable world society whatever then gotta love people I want to get a little biblical on here on you guys for a minute Um, I know that's not everybody's bag but it is mine (laughs) and you are listening to me right now you know look I'm not one to go shove it down people's throat or whatever but I mean these are some words that I think hold true whether you believe in God or not and that is that it's easy to love people who already love you alright that was Jesus talking to the disciples alright it's easy because they already love you alright your, your investment is already being paid it off not so easy to love people who don't And that's what I'm getting at here. Alright. If you're part of the group that is... That holds the power. Right, so that means if you're a white person. If you are a man. If you are heterosexual. Right. If you're in one of those groups. If you're part of the group that holds the power. Then if you want... If you truly believe in a more fair and just world. If you want things to be better for people who are not in the group then you need to be you got to be willing to show love and I mean show love through action towards people who aren't in the group and not just the people you know right I mean people you don't know 
I, you know, if you on election day, you know, if if you want, if if you if you really want this police stuff to get better, then on election day, you got to vote a certain way, and that rhymed, and I'm sorry, but okay, if or you got to do things for people that you're never going to meet you're never going to know and some of these folks if you do meet them they may not necessarily be nice to you because they don't know you and they might be having a bad day or whatever right and you gotta but but if if, if you if you really give a damn about the world being better being more more equitable being more fair being safer then you got to be willing to take action on behalf of people who you don't know, people who you will never meet, people who may never do a thing for you, people who might not even be grateful for what you did. And that's the reality of it, right? I mean, we don't do these things that we shouldn't be doing things to specific to to specifically get a pat on the back from the people we're doing them for all right you do these things because you believe in a more fair more just more safe world for everybody okay i don't you know speaking up on things i speak up on here you know what i don't expect a pat on the back from any women's groups I don't expect a pat on the back from any LGBT advocates I don't expect a pat on the back from other black people even okay I don't and you shouldn't either if that's you know if that's your sole reason for making some type of effort or doing something then, then you know what um, well that's on you right But if you truly care, then you got to be willing to care for not just for the people you know, right? I mean, because look, I mean, how many times have we seen somebody who was like anti-gay marriage or homophobic or whatever, and then you know the kid comes out, and then they they switch up, right? And on the one hand, yeah, it's nice that you're not going to keep that going forward. But you shouldn't take one of your children coming out for you to switch up like that. I mean, if you truly believe that it's the more that it's the right way to go, then you should be able to get there on your own, or you should be able you should be willing to get there for strangers, not just for your kids, right? I mean, yeah, you shouldn't be. I mean, if the only, you know, if you only became interested in, you know, police brutality or whatever, when, you know, when your, when when your black friend got their ass kicked, I mean, thank you for waking up, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, gotta be thinking about this stuff before that, and before, and for, and for people that aren't your friends, all right, um, 
I can go down the list. If you're only, you know, if you're only interested in, if you only get interested in protecting women when, you know, a woman who's close to you gets attacked, then, well, that's not enough, right? I mean, we got to be out here and speaking up and taking action where we can before it comes home. Because we're doing all these people a disservice, you know, by sitting back and waiting, waiting for this stuff to kind of personally affect us, right? I mean, and again, going getting a little biblical for another couple of seconds here. You know, Jesus wasn't crucified just for the people who did stuff for him okay he went up you know it was for everybody I mean that's what as, as a Christian that's what we believe alright and while I'm not asking anyone to get nailed to a cross I'm just saying that we got to do this stuff not for a reward all right we got to do this stuff not so that you know people can go on in there go online and say yeah robert's an ally no i mean that, that no all right no all right do it because you believe in a better world you do it because you believe in a better society you do it believe you do it because you believe in a more fair more just more equal more safe society for everyone and I'm saying all that because this week it was real easy to say black lives matter because we had a video of Derek Chauvin putting his knee on George Floyd's neck for almost 10 minutes and it was so vile and so violent and so graphic and so distinct and so obvious that it's easy to get behind Black Lives Matter under those circumstances. All right, it's easy. Not so easy when the story isn't as quick and as clean and as obvious. Some of these folks get killed by the police. You know, there's not going to be no video. And it's going to be the officer's word against nothing, basically. And then that support is going to be a little more difficult. Because you may find out later, because, you know, if, if, you know, God forbid we find out details in some of these stories later that don't fit, you know, the thing that we think that it was at the beginning, right? But you fight against police brutality not just in the open and shut super obvious cases you fight against police brutality even when even when the story isn't as clean even when you know it involves somebody who actually was committing a crime like a serious crime right even look i mean somebody robs a bank they don't deserve to get you know cut down in a hail of bullets 
right? I mean, no, I mean, they, I mean, come on, they don't. You know, I mean, out of bounds is out of bounds, even when it's somebody, you know, has done something that warrants being arrested by the police, right? I mean, you still don't have to kill people. And that's when, you know, the real difficult parts are going to be when somebody who actually was committing a real serious crime and who is, quote unquote, no angel gets killed by the police because they don't deserve to get killed by the police either. And it's not a requirement to shoot somebody dead just because they were actually committing a crime. Okay, they took Dylan Roof alive and he went into a church and shot up a dozen people. All right. So they can take most people alive. So when we advocate against police brutality and police murdering people, it's not just the squeaky clean innocent people. It's not just the people who maybe have a record but weren't doing anything wrong at the time. It's against everybody. Because it's not necessary, you know, 99% of the time, it is not necessary to, to load somebody up with bullets in the course of doing police work. Like, it's just not necessary. And that's what we got to keep working towards here. All right? So with that, I will bid you farewell for another week. So as always... You know, we are rounding the corner, but we are far from being there. So, once again, don't go anywhere. You don't have to. <laughs> and get vaccinated. Keep protecting yourself out there when you do go out. And take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. God bless you guys. Talk to you next week.